I have a little secret for you. You are in the right place at the right time. Your soul knew exactly that you needed a moment to yourself to feel connected, to feel inspired, and you landed here. Welcome to the Taking Flight Podcast. I am Megan Holly, and I am your host. I am so happy and inspired every single episode to be here right there with you, going through these conversations with guests, or sometimes it's a solo jam where I dive into a story or a thought that has been brought into my heart to bring to the world, to the mic right here. I want you to be sure that you take a moment to really sink in to the space, to have something to take away from this podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a little you time because after all, you deserve it. I always remind people that you deserve to have the space and a place, which is taking flight right here, to debunk the things, the limiting beliefs that you have, to lift up the parts of you that know that there's more out there for you, and to just simply feel heard and seen. So here we go. Welcome everybody to the next episode of the Taking Flight Podcast. It's Megan Holly here, and I'm excited to say that it is another guest episode, and I can't wait to dive into this conversation. I feel like I always say that every episode, but of course, I'm excited to be here because why else would we be chatting? I just love getting to know somebody else on the other end of the mic, hear a little bit of their own inspiration or things that they have encountered in life that has helped them. And so I cannot wait for you to meet Jess. So welcome, Jess. I can't wait to just chat and get to know you even more. I am so grateful for being here. I love that you reached out. I think you reached out on TikTok and then we connected on Instagram. Yep. So I'm Jess. I run Bella Vita Candles with my husband. I'm also a counselor. So I've been a mental health practitioner for 10 years. And so I marry the two things nicely and talk a lot about self-care and just making a beautiful life. Yeah. I love that. I think that's what drew me in. So like the social media world, which is a great kind of starting point, I think it's such a vast space to be and it gets a lot of negative rap, but then there's a lot of connection to people that you would probably not have maybe come across otherwise, or maybe you would have, but who knows. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's what drew me in was that you had, obviously you had the entrepreneurial side to your story, which as a fellow entrepreneur was really just inviting. I always love connecting with other entrepreneurs because it can feel lonely sometimes, even if you have like yes. your husband and wife team in your in the candle business, but there's still that feeling sometimes of feeling like you're the only ones going through something or you don't know where to turn. And so that was the first thing. But then I love that the therapeutic side of what you have done and part of your world as well, you combine it. And I thought that was just beautiful. And I'll be obviously putting all of your links and things like that in the show notes. So people hopefully will go and check out what you've got to offer. But I just love just some of the things that you were doing. And I think you just did a challenge too recently. Yes. Can you a little bit about what that was all about? Yeah. I, so I was going to be turning 42 and hadn't mastered self-care yet. Like I did mm-hmm. the bare minimum to keep my husband off my back because he loves self-care and he's really good at it, but I love working. And so I always have to force myself to stop and take care of myself. And I was really annoyed that I hadn't mastered it yet. And even just that guilt of feeling like I wasn't doing enough in terms of self-care, I was like, I bet other women feel this way too. 
we feel guilty not taking care of ourselves. And so then I just broke it down even further into self-care moments. And so it's from 30 seconds to two minutes. And we just shared for 30 days, I went live and we just shared a self-care moment together where we nourished ourselves instead of scrolling on our phone. Cause that's literally how much it would take is you either pick up your phone and mindlessly scroll or choose one of the ideas I supplied. And it was the best month of my life. It was so fun. I love it. Probably for you, like the instinct that I got when you were saying that was that since it's harder for you and I get it, I am (laughs) in the same boat. It's so hard for me to step back and really do the things I know nourish, support me. But it's funny. I wonder if it was like even more easy for you to dive into doing it since you were leading others in it. So it's like we're leading by example and it's then you're going to go, oh, it's helping others too. So then I can challenge myself in a different way to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. The accountability was beautiful. Just having to show up every day at 10 a.m. to go live. And yeah, I'm going to actually just start it up again on TikTok and I'll just go around all the platforms and do it again because it was so fun. Yeah. Nice. I'll have to jump in and and (laughs) just like come into your world when when I, I was seeing it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so great. But you're so right though. But it hits a point though. If you think about it, I think so many people, especially us women, I think we have sometimes that hard track playing in our heads, I'll call it, right? (laughs) It's just going and going, no, you got to get more done. No, you can't take a break. No, whatever, however our language is, but it's so interesting. So for you to take a moment and say, I'm going to do something about this and give a space for people to take, like you said, 30 seconds sometimes. It's We got to wrap our minds around the fact that self-care doesn't have to be a huge undertaking. Oh my gosh, I take a whole day off of work. And I think people sometimes wrap their minds around the idea that going to the spa and getting your hair and all that's like the only way that you can self-care. And that's not always what you can do every day financially from scheduling all of it. We all could be doing that every day. Sure. We'd be like, Oh, we'll just go get, get a massage every single day, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) But what I think you did with that challenge is granularly brought it down bite-sized situations and little tiny things that could be beneficial to just put a pep in your step. Yeah. And what it didn't, what it did was it actually changed the way we looked at self-care and we went through our days. So multiple people gave me feedback where they're like, I'm looking forward to the day now because I look for pockets of time to implement some of these ideas. So they just started looking at it differently and really started enjoying themselves once they realized it couldn't be just making a cup of tea. It can be walking around the block one time. Mm-hmm. It can be 20 body weight squats. Like it just really reshaped the way we see self-care as a whole. Yeah. And I love that. Cause like you said, 20 squats, right? Cause we get in our minds, say people are wanting to have a little bit more movement in their days or something. We think mm-hmm. it's gotta be an all or nothing situation. But yeah. 20 squats is better than no squats. Yes. And it got your blood pumping a little bit, got your muscles working, and just checked something off your list and going, I did that for myself. Yes. Which I think it's is beautiful. So good. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. we just need that like confidence boost or that pep in our step to be like, oh, I did that. At least I accomplished that. Yes. I yes. There was somebody in my circle, and I can't remember who it was off the top of my head, but they used joked that they used to put they would already have completed a task in the day and they would add it just to scratch it off I totally do that (laughs) I do that every day 
Like I'm getting credit for this. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, I love that. I'm getting credit for this. Because it goes back, like it must stem back from like being in the school system for most people in the traditional yeah. school settings and things like that. Uh, a plus, you did it. <laughs> but if, if we get really real with it, fine. If it takes us giving ourselves a sticker or a star or scratching off that to do, because sometimes I, I use Sharpies a lot because I just love the way they write for my yeah. to-do list. And so when you scratch with a Sharpie, it's even more like obvious. Like, oh, I just, I got yeah. that done. But whatever we need to do mm-hmm. helps. And But anyways, I love that you had that thought of 20 squats or make a cup of tea or make a cup of tea intentionally because sometimes we're already doing some of these things. Yeah. We're doing it on the fly and we're thinking of eight other things or we're looking at our phone while we're doing the thing and just saying, nope, I just actually made my cup of tea right before coming on. And I was just for one moment, you have five minutes, five minutes don't look, don't talk, don't do anything else. Just be right here and get your little stronger and all that. And I think that is just one of the things too, is just coming back to that mindfulness of just how can you get it in there? Yes. And from your work in therapy, do you feel that it's just one of those things? So many people, I can't imagine just sitting across somebody going through whatever reason they were brought to therapy for, I have to imagine that it doesn't help no matter what it is, whether it's grief or anxiety or anything that the onslaught of everyday life does not help. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. It's just too chaotic for people. And so even just teaching them that you can mindfully take a shower and that can be your break from Mm -hmm. the stress, like just teaching them how to compartmentalize it. Like the stress is going to be there, but rehearsing it in your head when you don't have to is just, it's causing you more stress. And so just teaching them how to compartmentalize it. And then also insert times where you're waiting in the car for your kid. And even though you're completely overworked, don't check your emails on your phone in that moment, like read your book, just do something. And then you'll come back more productive. But yeah, it's definitely helpful to teach them how to make their own pauses in the chaos. Totally. And so what would you what would be something to help people think? Cause I, here's me. Then I think, cause we all do it. I do it. This is why I'm going to ask this, but mm-hmm. if you're sitting in a moment where you're just, you're going to reach for the phone, right? Yeah. You're like, that's just easier to just mellow, like zone out and answer the emails or scroll when I know it's not serving me. What are like your first thoughts to help somebody get out of the habit of doing the things that even though they aren't beneficial, they just feel safe and easy at this point. Like what's a easy, not necessarily easy, but something to think about when you're noticing those habits happen. So I would say, put like a wallpaper on your phone that just says something like stop and breathe. So right when you, and then make a deal with yourself for this week, just for this week, every time I go to pick up my phone, I'm going to take three mindful breaths. And then you can even further that and you can just ask yourself, will mindless scrolling make me feel good right now? Or is there anything else that I could do? Like maybe just stand in the sun for a little while, mm-hmm. listen to the birds for a little while. Just is there anything I could do with these five minutes? Because I'll never get this time back. True. So what would make me feel better? But it would be inserting something to stop because it's just an automatic reflex. So something either there has to be a passcode to get you to think, oh, wait, I have to actually stop and enter this passcode. So put some barriers so it's not just easy to slide it open and start scrolling. 
but even just like a picture that says, this is your challenge this week is just breathing before every single time. And then if you still are like, yeah, mindless scrolling is exactly what I need right now. Like I need to escape this for three minutes. Go ahead. At least you got the three mindful breaths and that's good. And then scroll away. Yeah. I love that. Like creating, I like that you said, like creating those kind of barriers to you doing a inner check. Yeah. What do I really need right now? Or what could be more beneficial? Because standing in the sun, I just did that a little bit ago. I was like, okay, I've got, I needed, I was transitioning from doing one type of work to editing. And I'm like, okay, my mind needs to shift a little bit. I need to move my body. And so I was going to let the dogs out anyway. And I thought it's a nice day out. And let's just go. But it took me those moments to go, what's the best thing I could do right now with these few minutes? And so I love that. So thank you for that. And I hope anybody out there who's, because I know for me, I am always trying to find better boundaries with my phone or with eating unintentionally, for instance, when I'm like, am I actually hungry? Am I just stressed or bogged down? And it just feels like this would be a great thing to ingest at this moment right and then after the fact I'm like no it wasn't it didn't serve me in any way it wasn't nourishing it wasn't even that good or whatever it is and so that's such a great thing and I think we all know it at the back of our minds but the reminder of it is so epically important because we're just our worst own worst enemies at the end of the day yeah yes what does it matter what if I don't take this five minutes nothing will change and it's maybe not but maybe it would if you started making it more of a habit you don't know how you would feel two weeks from now or two months from now that's the thing is I think well I know we get so used to feeling this way Mm. that we almost forget what it feels like to feel even 10 or 25 percent better and when you feel that it's just mind blowing because you feel so much lighter and then you want to keep going down that path. But until you take at least five steps towards feeling better, like five consistent steps, it just, we forget. We just, that's just our normal to feel this way. Just accept it. I equate it to the same ideas. Like we've all had that like quintessential stuffy nose that day three in you're like I don't even know what it feels like to breathe normal again and I hate what just feels so awful and the pressure and I can't smell anything and all this stuff and then okay that's day three day seven it's starting to loosen up but you almost don't even realize right because it's becoming back to square one but what we don't realize throughout the whole process was there was like Peter tottering into both the worst of it and then the better but we Mm -hmm. don't see that we just see the absolute worst peaks of the bad and the and then oh we'll just back to normal here and I so that's what just jumped into my mind when you said that because we don't we forget this is just normal or we accept that getting older you just feel a certain way when maybe it's not the only thing that we can accept maybe there are things we can do to change the way our our brains and our cognition and all of that work and how our bodies are able to handle certain things instead of just going, oh, this is just how it is. Yes. It comes down to all of it. The way we care for ourselves, the the mindfulness we can have in life. Because I know for the longest time, I was having a rough time like January, end of December into February. And what's going on here? I don't know. I know that after the holidays is rough, usually of Mm -hmm. a bounce back, at least for me, but it was just extending and it was extending and extending. This isn't normal for me. And my adrenals were shot, like Mm -hmm. just shot. And I had to do things like get some adaptogen coffees in to help nourish my body and 
take more time for myself. And Mm -hmm. there was days where I had to be just disconnected and I was real and honest on my platforms about it and things like that. And it's beautiful. And thank you. And I just was like, I'm not, I know I'm not the only one that feels like this. So I'm going to say, Hey guys, if I'm not here and you don't see me and I'm not talking, it's I'm okay. I'm just not all the way where I feel good. Mm -hmm. But I think it was that moment. It was the stuffy nose moment for me. Like, nope, this isn't right. I don't know the last time I felt better, but I'm going to figure it out. And getting to the root of it is so important. It is. How do you feel for you? You have to be busy, right? With all that you have going on, how do you keep that? Like you said, you've got the challenge and your husband's really good at doing self-care. What is the thing for you that kind of keeps you and staying in check besides besides the people around you internally, is there something that has helped you to take yourself and go, nope, we got it. What are we doing here? What do we got to do here? What can we do differently? What's your kind of internal checkpoint for yourself? For me, I grew up in a home full of people addicted to work and I lost my dad. He lost his life very young because he couldn't stop working, didn't do anything like good for health decisions. Yeah. And even just starting my life with my husband, like on our first date, I said, I have to live my life like I'm retired now Mm. and laid out the structure. And he said he was good with that. And so since day one with us, I've always worked two days at my practice. And in 2020, we started making the candles and we just had to put lots of boundaries around that. So we only ship out once a week. We, I pour one day a week. So everything that I do in my businesses has like really firm boundaries because I'm an absolute addict when it comes to working. If I can work 24 seven, I would. And so in order for me to live the life that I promised myself when I saw my dad dying, I have to have really strong boundaries. Otherwise my legacy won't be what I want it to be. Wow. That's really powerful. And what like a just such a mindset to wrap yourself around to see that so strongly that was such a hardship in his life and then obviously subsequently then your family's life and all of that and just to say I don't I want to keep this in check from day one that's amazing usually it takes people to burn out completely yeah to to even think about doing something different but you're you're thinking to yourself I'm not even gonna get there yeah Yeah. physically and mentally and emotionally I don't want to make that an allowance in my space or my, or in my, the way that I live my life. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And then even, so when we were starting out, I think it was 2021, we had like Nordstrom's and other bigger places that wanted our candles, but then that would take us into being a factory and we're just manufacturing these things. And then, but we said no right away. And then we had to dismiss three different business coaches because they're just eye on the bigger and we're just like, no, I mean, we hit our threshold to where we're comfortable because we've built this very precious life and we don't, we don't want to like tarnish it now. I'm almost in my forties at that point. I was like, I'm not going to throw this all away just because I started making candles. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is so inspiring to me. It really is. And I really hope that lands with other people too, whether it's a, a product that they're creating, whether it's a business, whether it's just everyday life or how much they take on their plate, whatever it is for them, that is the thing that could push them past 
their really like their livelihood, let's say, right? Yeah. Their joyous livelihood. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I feel like I'm going to get off this recording and just be like, what can I do? You know what I mean? Because so thank you for that. That's what I'm yeah. really wanting to say. Because it's amazing to realize that sometimes there, there's a cost for everything. We all deep down know that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes like we get lost in the shuffle. And we've seen it all when people, when celebrity, right? They get real big, really fast. And then yeah. I remember, I can't remember who it was many years ago. I remember her, she, they were like in the hospital for exhaustion all the time. And I'm thinking oh. to myself, is that really worth being at that yeah. level of celebrity? You know what I mean? It's just, that's just not something that would make me want to continue to strive for this bigger thing. So I love that you're, no, I've, we found our threshold, we find where we stay, grow in different ways than this big factory type thing. There's so many different beautiful things. Wow. That's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, cause if you think about it, cause I had to keep telling our coaches, I'm like, I'm living my dream right now. So why would I want to add to it? Like the old tale of the fisherman and then the businessman comes and says, oh, but I could get you a fleet because he ended his day halfway. You know that story? Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, now I'm going to go spend time with my family and enjoy my life because I have half the day left. And he's, oh no, you could go and just keep working and make all this money. And then eventually someday you could live your dream. And I kept trying to tell them and it just... It's very hard sometimes for people to wrap their head around that. Which in one regard, rightfully, because we have lived in a world of, I always laugh. More is better. Yeah, more is better. (laughs) Doing more is better. Having more is better. All of it. Just, that's just, and we've just, the hustle culture has been humongous in the last couple of years. And it's really crazy. I always laugh. You have to laugh a little in life. Otherwise, just, you just want to cry, but I laugh at the thing that I saw one time, somebody was like, everything that we know is a system that somebody created at some point. So we had the choice to be free, roaming around, maybe putzing around in a garden, playing with the kids, playing with the dogs, whatever, or having a 40 hour work week. Who decided that was? And I laugh because it is true. Who was the group of people that just was like, no, let's just keep making this more and more strict and the way to be. And that's the only way that the society <laughs> and culture can live. And what? Yeah. What? Right. But I do feel that people are working against the grain these days and going backwards in a good yeah. way. Yes. In a good way, which you are mm-hmm. a perfect example of that, of mm-hmm. creating and sustaining a life that is, that works for you, that works for your family and that brings you joy. And sure, you want to serve people the various ways that you do in your practice, in the candles, but there's still a limit for you. You're not willing to go beyond that. And it's so commendable and amazing. And I do think as a society that we can get there more and more. I just feel like we all have to be more open-minded about what that looks like and feels like. Yeah each individual is going to be different, of course, but. And I think for each one of your listeners, they, all they have to do is ask themselves, what are my five core values? And then you just, you stay steadfast to those values when you make decisions and you bring things into your life. Cause everybody is always going to ask for your time and you need to decide does this align with my value of being this type of mom or does this align with my value of having free time to be able to walk midday you have to really hang on to those values and that's 
what keeps you close to your boundaries and it makes it okay for you when you have to say no to things because you're like, I know what's truly important at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. And so as long as they can just name those five things, it's just a really good exercise that I do with my clients because they're like, I don't even know how to do that. I don't even know how I would go about even just facing people's judgments when they do start to turn down opportunities because people just, they assume things, but as long as you know your values, it makes it a thousand times easier. I love that. And so homework to anybody listening, (laughs) take Mm -hmm. a moment, right? Take a moment, just really get clear and get real, right? With your values, like you said, because sometimes we take on values that aren't even ours because of family and whatever, all different things that we bring them on from. And so I love just getting really true and real. Is this, does this matter to me enough? Absolutely. So what does that look like? What boundaries are in place because of value one, value two, all of the different, obviously you don't have to number them, but just for sake of saying it, but I think it's just, that's something that we don't take enough stock in on a daily basis, but we have the ability to say no more. We have the ability to live where we want or the lifestyle that we want without having to worry about judgment. But unfortunately that human side knocks Mm -hmm. on the door and says, hello, aren't you worried about what people think about you? And you're like, oh, I do actually. Thank you for reminding me (laughs) of that. (laughs) And that's reality, but we are individually, we all can work through that and figure it out. I know we all have the capabilities. It's just getting there. So I hope that Mm -hmm. anybody who's listening, who's, I don't even feel like I'm making choices based on my own needs, wants, and desires and take a look at that differently. I'm constantly reevaluating, you know, how I'm spending time and stuff like that. And I'm always learning. Like I just said, when I'm pop off the recording with you today, I'm like, okay, how can I look at the way that I spend my time and the way that I run my business and all like all the things how can I make sure that I'm staying in those zones that feel really good for myself so yeah what would you say for anybody who is a business owner that is listening you already put a beautiful example out there that you have a boundary that you won't you won't go do go beyond whatever it is to just to grow just what is something that you would want to articulate to anybody listening that's going, but that's what I like. They feel like that is the right thing for them, but I want to be so expansive and I want to be, is there, what are some healthy ways to think of that? What, how do they can get really clear on if, is that really a safe space for them to go? How do you, I guess, swim through that season when you are hemming and hawing over, is this next thing right for me or is it not? And I guess it doesn't have to be in a business, but just anything in life that you're really teetering on not knowing is that going to be the best thing for me or is it going to absolutely obliterate everything I've wanted? I think knowing what you want your legacy to be with your family, knowing what you want your legacy to be as an individual helps you when you evaluate opportunities and how much time it's going to take away to achieve that next level. If it's not something that's going to take years away. So let's say your children are like 10 and eight and this next opportunity or growth phase or season of your business or anything in life is going to take three years. It's a lot of opportunities to be that you're going to miss with your family. You got to weigh out like, where do I really want to be in terms of 
my heart in terms of my values. But if you feel like you can manage both, always remember you can back out. Yeah. Like the one thing in life is you, A, you can't get your time back. That's my biggest thing. So make sure you definitely check in with your values. And if it's in line with the legacy you want to live and you're definitely going for it, then I say, try it. And once you get there, if that level turns out to be way overwhelming too much, and it's actually taking on like its own thing and you don't want it anymore, back out. Yeah. Like you can always change your mind. Yes. I love that too, because it's another great reminder that I think at the bottom, like the bottom of the barrel, we all know I can just undo what I've done for the most part. Yeah. And but we just, so many people are depending on me or whatever. There's all these things in our minds and sure. Maybe people are depending on you. Maybe you have built something that you have employees or you have whatever. And, but that at the end of the day, all great things must come to an end at some point, whether it's like a final finish point or it's a pivot or it's a shift or whatever we can't let that just keep us going in a direction where I've now missed out on three really great years with my children or didn't get to travel like I wanted to, whatever, whatever the case whatever may be. Whatever it is. People. Yeah. I was watching that brought, when you were saying that it brought up, we were watching the, there's a documentary on Adina Menzel. She is, she's, she's Elsa. She's the voice of Elsa and all that for anybody who's not familiar or a theater buff. She was Alphaba and Wicked, but she's got a huge career. But in the documentary there was times when she was just bawling because her son was at home and sometimes he would come on tour with her and sometimes she'd have time to go home she made sure she got home for halloween in this particular this season of this tour but it was really like gut-wrenching to watch and what you said just made me really think of that because she had obviously made a choice that this tour was very important to her but she was very raw and going i don't know if this is the right thing what am i doing like she said that a couple times yeah. what am i doing right now i don't want to be mother of the year but i also don't want to be absent like i don't know what to yeah. do and she's our she was like the perfect classic case of i'm stuck in the middle of it mm-hmm. and i don't know obviously there was no context of what happened after that tour if she took two years off i don't know and you know really just sunk into family time but it was really powerful and even if your worry is not missing out on time with children, no matter what it is, like that is such a, like a reminder of you're stuck in the middle going, what do I need to do? What is best for me to, to at least navigate where I'm at right now as best possible and mm-hmm. then figure out what the next leg looks like so that I'm not sitting in this. I feel awful for hopefully not years, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hopefully not years, but weeks, months, whatever. Yeah. And I think you also have to look at the benefit. Like you need to analyze if you're stuck in the middle, if I continue and push forward through this season, even if it's short-term, like six months, nine months, but then it, the return, the ROI gives my family and I, or just myself three years of income, or if the return for six to nine months to continue on this journey, when you're stuck, you're probably going to want to continue on and finish it. It seems like the ROI is there. And then you work really hard on the back end, what you're missing, what you want to turn back to. Mm. You work really hard building up supports there and getting creative on family time or whatever you're needing there. Yeah, You really have to look at 
what would I be giving up? Mm -hmm. Like how much longer do I have to push through this season to get the reward? Yeah. And how big is it? That's a beautiful other way of looking at both sides. Yeah. Just so good because right then it, it gives us that permission to ourselves of going, no, this actually is beneficial. It feels a little awful right now, yeah. but I do know very more shorter term, there is that turnaround because yeah. I mean, who wouldn't, if you could work really hard for six to nine months and have three years of income. Wow. But I guess then the worry is when sometimes when you get there, right, it's that like slippery slope of, well, what if I have five years of income? What if I, and then you just keep pushing. So it's like really getting clear on, no, let's take this time now and let's just really soak in what we worked so darn hard for, which is so great. Yeah. Thank you for that. Cause I think it's just a beautiful thing. So what, okay. I have to ask, what do you, cause I had your Instagram up cause I was seeing all the beautiful videos and things you've done. And one of the captions on there says, buy yourself a treat for you. What is the one thing that you do to celebrate? What's something that you love to indulge in or that you do or whatever that when you're giving yourself a little love, what is it for you? I love ever since I had COVID the second round I lost half my hair, so my hair just fell out. And so I love to buy different treatments and stuff like that. I just, I do all the things to my hair myself. I haven't been to a salon in probably over a decade, but so I buy different serums and stuff like that for my hair. I love makeups. So I'll buy like different things like that. Or I have small business owner friends that make butters like body butters and nail wraps and stuff. So I'll treat myself to their products and I love it so that's just something like I truly firmly believe that when we do a little something for ourselves like that that it really makes us feel like it feels good puts your pep in your stuff I'm a huge opponent even though there's some days I'll work three days in a row from home and I barely see anybody and whatever I'll still put a little bit of makeup on because I just feel more productive I feel more myself so I love that's your way of going about and treating yourself and feeling Mm -hmm. good about doing that as well, which is important. Yeah. We wanna, the thing that we're treating ourselves with, we want to feel good about it. That's a good thing. Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> and everyone's so different. It's it. Some people it's hair and makeup and other people it's whatever it is, but I think just owning that and not being, I don't know, ashamed, I don't want to say ashamed, but kind of sometimes we're like, I like doing this, but oh, I don't want really, to, I don't want to talk about it or celebrate it or feel whatever about it. And it's, oh, really just enjoy it. Yes. I think it's important. I also think it's important when you're in a relationship to treat yourself because sometimes we're married to partners that are really good at treating themselves. Mm -hmm. And then if you're, maybe you've watched the finances or you're just the martyr, like you do everything for the family and you're selfless, that actually hurts your relationship because you start to feel resentful because they're really good at treating themselves. And maybe you just need to step it up a little bit. It makes you feel better. Right. Yeah, it really does. And it can be just like a piece of chocolate. It can be just anything. It doesn't have to be expensive. Yeah. No, I think that's really great. Because like resentment is the last thing you want in any relationship, right? Uh, (laughs) They're over here having the time of their life or whatever you want. (laughs) However you're feeling deep down on the inside. We always dramatize the things when we're feeling resentful or maybe yeah. not quite so seed <laughs> they're over here having the time of their life I'm over here doing all the hard stuff and yeah you know, I'm scrubbing that, toilets yeah <laughs> just help Cinderella yeah so I think that's a very poignant thought to remember to keep that in check and keep that in balance and communicate that too if you're feeling yeah. something like how can we both help each other in whatever it is that we might need to see the other side of 
differently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. So what, is there any other thing that you feel like in a regular day that is just something that really helps you stay grounded in your lifestyle, in the way that you grow your life, your business and cherish it? Is there any mm-hmm. other things like within your routines or anything like that that sticks out to you that you would like to share? So for me, I believe my biggest secret to getting my serotonin and dopamine all the time is gratitude. I know people say it all the time, but I truly am a practitioner of it. Yeah. And I I think for me, so like we live in a very small hundred year old house. We have one vehicle. So our life is very simple in order for us to live like we're retired now, our overhead or the expenses going out has to be small. So then we have freedom with our time, which that's what we want. We don't want to be working for things. Right. And I think it would be easy for me to compare myself to a lot of people Mm. with bigger houses or nicer cars that ride smoother and sound better if I didn't practice it all the time. And I really think that there's a big difference in saying, I'm so grateful for my family. And then there's a difference in saying, I'm really grateful I had five minutes with my 13-year-old son when he got home from playing with his friends last night because I actually got to scratch his arm. I got to hear their stories. And it was just five minutes. But I say this granular gratitude prayer, Just I say them throughout the day, but it makes me feel like I'm just living this dream life because everything is enough. Yeah. And it's very hard to compare and want more. Like, obviously, you're always welcome to more opportunities. You're always, like, excited for new things. Sure. But if you can be just gra- or grateful for the small moments throughout your day, it just makes everything enough in your life. I love that so much. I am also about that. So I love that you said that. And yeah. I love that you said the granular side of it. Mm-hmm. I think that it's, of course, we all can say, I'm thankful for my home. It keeps me safe. But what about it really is just yeah. so special to you. A little nook that you have that just makes you feel so cozy and safe. Is it, I just love that. And, I, and that you use that, the five minutes with my 13 year old versus mm-hmm. just, I'm so grateful for my kid. Yeah. Okay. It just makes it more just real in our minds. It makes it more, I don't know. You actually relive it. You So when you get granular and you relive that moment, your whole body releases all the, like your neurons that fired in the moment when you experienced it. So like those five minutes with my son, every neuron that fired in that moment and the chemicals that released in that moment, as I relived it, it just flooded my body again. So it's almost like I'm hacking the system. And so that's scientifically proven when you get granular and you mindfully go through that moment of gratitude and you just use your five senses to reconnect with that memory or that moment Mm. within the last 24 hours, like you're just hacking the system for joy. I like it. Hacking the system. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> we all need to be out here hacking our systems more often. Yes. <laughs> Just to make Daily, sure we're... all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you're living proof of it. It's great. Yeah. I love it. That you're just enriched yourself with that knowledge, with that the opportunity. It's truly an opportunity to be able to just decide because there's, I'm sure, I know I've been there, so I won't speak for anybody else listening, but I don't think I'm alone in this and just saying I just, you just keep pushing through. You just keep thinking you get mad about something that's happening in life. 
And yeah, yeah, all that thought stuff or whatever people want to call it. Yeah. What is that going to help me right now? It's just such a beautiful thing. And if you're really indebted to keeping it consistent, I think is what it truly comes down to. Yeah. When you see the shifts, when you're loving your relationships more, when you're feeling just more connected to the everyday in and out parts of life, because we're never going to take away the hardships that come through. It's not right. always going to just be hunky dory just because we get granular, but it's a lot, a heck of a lot easier to navigate it when we're able to see different sides of it all and all that good stuff. So yeah, for that, before we wrap up two things, one, I would love to hear something granular or a few things granular that you are grateful for right here in this moment. And yes, so let's start there. So what's something granular that you're like, so just deeply grateful for today? So in this moment, I am really grateful that our delivery guy just didn't bother me and he did deliver our stuff and because we needed it for packaging. So I'm very grateful because usually they'll just leave if I don't re-interact with them. I'm super grateful that I got to meet you. You are definitely, you just, you have really good energy, a bright light. I'm so grateful that your audience has you and that you're doing the work you're doing. You're just spreading a lot of just love and goodness into the world. And we need more people like you. I'm really happy that I got to spend this time with you. I just feel, I feel good. Like I'm going to get off this and I'm going to be like, I'm going to go for a walk. (laughs) It's just, this was amazing. And I'm really glad you reached out to me. You're just, you're special. And I'm really glad I got to spend this time with you. Thank you, Jess, so much. It's the same to you. That is exactly why I reached out to you because just from TikTok and Instagram alone, I can (laughs) feel your energy and you're just there. You're raw, you're real. You have Mm -hmm. so much to give this world. So right back at you. I look forward to staying in your world and your community and being a cheerleader of all the things that you're doing in in a space. So thank you for your kind words. And then Mm. last but not least, let everybody know where they can find you. They've got to go. I just love all of your content. So let them know anywhere and everywhere that you'd like them to be able to connect. And then I'll also put everything in the show notes as well. Yeah. If you want to talk with me, I'm more on DMs on Instagram. So at Bella Vita Candles. You can also find that challenge if you're interested in there. It's just under the Reels tab. There's a series and then it's under just the 30-day self-care moments challenge and they can take it for themselves. It's a lot of fun. And that's basically it. Awesome. Yes. I will have all of her links. You can go right to them and check out all the goodness that they've got going on. And thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Definitely go take that walk. I need to do that today too. I've been trying to get one in as every day as much as possible. So we'll go do that together, even though we're miles and miles apart. Yes. Thank you so much for being here and shedding a little bit of light and a little bit of love onto my audience. And I appreciate it so, so much. Thank you so much. 